0: Well, welcome to Truth Talk. This is your host, Larry Bryant, and the truth is out there. If you're willing to seek it, you can find it. Uh, today, we're going to uh, take a look in the uh, book of Luke. And, um, you know, if you've read Luke, uh, well, you know, uh, with all the uh, you know, followers of Christ here in the um, early church, um, you know, they had different occupations. Uh, before they became a, a disciple or a follower of, of christ and um, interesting that uh, luke was a, uh, a a physician a doctor and you know if you know anything about doctors they are very uh, meticulous <laughs> you know they they uh um look at the details which is a good thing if you're if you're going to be a doctor you know you you need to recognize a lot of the details uh to be able to figure things out and and so on but uh, we see here luke um him being a doctor and having that uh uh, training and having sort of that uh, detailed mind like that um that really helps in his um, uh, writing of, of the gospel. Um, we see that uh, you know he, he is very good at, at drawing out um, the humanity of the uh, Son of Man, you know Christ. Um, he also uh, um, lays a real good historical uh, foundation. Uh, for Christianity, um, shows that it is very uh, reliable. Um, you know he, uh, um, you know, a, and, and he documents how that you know as as uh, uh, Christ, uh, this movement of Christ and Christianity uh, takes off uh, and it grows, and there's growing belief. Um, you know, along with that, there's growing opposition. And so uh, he does document that, uh, that very well. And, you know, he takes it right on up through the, you know, the, uh, the death of, uh, of Christ on, on the cross and, and the resurrection. Um, you know, it, it's good to know that, uh, that things are well documented. You know, the, the Bible, yes, it, it is a spiritual book and to really get the full meaning of it you have to read it uh in the spirit but but it also um, is a historical document and even if you're not a uh, uh a christian uh a, a, you know you can you can follow the history uh, of mankind here by by uh, looking at at the bible and, and the history of, of christianity Um, Alexander Hamilton, you know, he's one of our founding fathers and uh, signer of the Constitution, uh, first uh, Secretary of the Treasury and so on. Um, We see that uh, he uh, investigated, says he made an investigation of uh, Christianity. And a quote from him, he said, I have carefully examined the evidence of the Christian religion, and if I was sitting in a juror, uh, as a juror uh, upon its uh, authenticity, I would unhesitatingly uh, give my verdict in its favor. I can prove its truth as clearly as any proposition ever submitted to the mind of man. So, so if you uh, you know Christianity is very well documented, you know these um, the writers of the gospel. Um, Okay, they, uh, uh, a lot of it, they are firsthand uh, witnesses, <laughs> you know, so they're documenting, you know, what they saw. But even going back to the, uh, uh, to the birth of Christ, you know, they weren't around Jesus when he was being born, but they had uh, the access to Mary, <laughs> you know, and other eyewitnesses, and so they recorded those eyewitness accounts, and, um, you know, that's all history is. Uh, we know history because um, the eyewitness accounts of what happened in history have been recorded down and so luke does a very good job of of doing that and you know one of the things when we uh when we look at the bible and we study it uh we have to realize you know that these are a lot of these are first hand accounts or it's a secondary uh source you know where someone is writing down that firsthand account um, you know, I saw recently where this one gentleman um, uh, was trying to say well you know the Bible isn't true because he was trying to compare how that um, um, like maybe Luke and Matthew you know the the birth of Christ um, and you know and in one book it says one thing and another book it uh, has a few other details but <laughs> he missed the point you know the the key concept of the virgin birth of christ is in both books um but you know just like if if uh, if i'm writing down some eyewitness accounts and i asked old joe over here hey what did you see and you know he told me uh, you know what he saw well he's covering the basic stuff but he might have uh, seen something over here or he might add something that was over here on on this side and old bill if I ask him, well, he's telling me the same core stuff, but then he might add something that was over here on the, on the other side. Um, and so by, by looking at both books uh, uh, about the birth of Christ, we get a more complete picture. But in both of them, it's got the core virgin birth of, of Jesus Christ. So, um, you know, his, his argument didn't really hold water. Um, but let's take a look at Luke here. And uh, the first chapter of Luke, and here for the next uh, couple of weeks, probably, uh, you know, we're, we're going to get in and we're going to be um, dissecting and talking about the the birth of Christ. Um, and here in in uh, Luke chapter one, you know, Luke is writing this down, and um, and in verse two, he's basically. Uh, is telling us you know what's going on here and why he's doing it you know he said just as those uh, whom from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word delivered themselves them to us it seemed good for me also having uh, had this perfect understanding of all these things that they basically told me is what he said uh that that i give you a orderly account most excellent so He's saying, it's a good thing. You know, I've, I've got all these eyewitness accounts. You know, people have told me uh, this stuff, all these eyewitness accounts, so I'm recording it down so you will have a orderly account of it so you can know just like I know. Um, and down here in, uh, in verse uh, 5, it tells us, uh, you know, before, before the birth of Christ – you know, uh, before Christ, there was the forerunner of Christ, right? John the Baptist. And so Luke brings out uh, this part as well. Um, and he talks about in the days of Herod, the king of Judah, there's there a certain priest, Zacharias. He only had a, a wife, uh, Elizabeth. And uh, down in verse six, it says they were both righteous before God walking in all the commandments and ordinances of of god blameless but they had no child because elizabeth was barren and they were both well advanced in years you know the great thing about god nothing is impossible you know and just like abraham and sarah you know they were old you know uh Sarah had never had kids. Even when she was young and healthy, she was barren. Well, Elizabeth, same thing. She's barren. She's not able to have kids when she's a child age, but now she's old. She's already went through menopause and stuff, you know? And so physically it's not possible for her to give birth to a child, <laughs> but remember with God, all things are possible. And, um, so it said that uh, uh, on down in verses 8 and, and on down, it talks about how uh, it, was, uh, uh, it was that while that serving as a priest, you know, Zechariah is a priest, and it became, um, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense. So it became his turn to uh, light and burn the incense in the temple. And says, the whole multitude of, uh, of people were praying outside at the air of incense. Uh, then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of, of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. Yeah, uh, you know, usually here in, in the um, parts of the Old Testament, we, we see that you know, fear comes upon a lot of people, when they see this angel and, you know, you can be – you can understand, you know, you know you're know, there and then all of a sudden, you know, you got an angel standing in front of you. That's going to startle you. But also uh, – you know historically you know these angels had uh, had helped israel by slaying a lot of their enemies and stuff you know killing multitudes of the enemy and so you know you see that angel appearing oh lord you know why did you send him here to kill me or you know so so maybe you've got those thoughts going through your mind too but um uh, but the angel does appear before um uh zacharias and um, verse 13 says, uh, and the angel said to him, <laughs> you know, don't be afraid, you know, fear not, don't be afraid, says your prayer is heard and your wife, Elizabeth will bear a son and you shall call his name John. So evidently, you know, he had been wanting a, a child for a long time, wanting a son and, um, but they weren't able to have one and, and so the angel is telling him, hey, don't be afraid. Look, I've been sitting down here to tell you, you're going to get your wish. You're going to get your, your prayer is answered. Um, you're going to have a son, and oh, by the way, name him John. Um, and says, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall uh, drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And they will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord, their God. He'll also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts uh, of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just and make ready a people prepared for the Lord. <laughs> Remember John is, is sort of the precursor. You know, he's going before Christ to prepare the way for the Lord. So he's letting Zacharias know, Hey, you're going to have a son name him, John and look here what he's going to do. And so, uh, uh, what's Zacharias' reaction to that? Well, in verse eighteen, so Zacharias said to the angel, "You know, how shall I know this? For I'm an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years." So he's questioning it; he's doubting it. Hey, man, this can't be. I'm I'm too old to have kids. My wife has never had kids, and wait a minute, she's too old now to to have kids, even if she was able to have kids before. Um, and so. Doubting God isn't a good thing, (laughs) Um, now or then. And so we see uh, um, the angel answered, said, I'm Gabriel, uh, who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and bring you uh, these good tidings. But behold, you'll be mute and not able to speak until the day of these things take place because you didn't believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. So the the angels shut him up. Sometimes we need to shut up. <laughs> Sometimes we speak too much unbelief. Um, you know, I think, you know, it, another part of the scripture, you know, it, it talks about you know not uh, uh, hindering you know not you know not to uh, uh, make the Holy Spirit sad and stuff. Well, you know, look if if we're speaking against the things that God said is true, that's not good, and we're hindering um, those things for us. We're hindering our own prosperity in God. We're hindering our own blessings. In God, because we speak doubt, um, doubt and unbelief. You know, we have to live by faith, not by doubt, not by unbelief. You know, it's easy to not believe, but we but we are creatures of faith and we have to live by faith. So um, we'll take a brief break and uh, we'll be back in just a moment.
1: Join us as we
0: change the world. Welcome back to Truth Talk. You know, we're talking about uh, Zacharias, and uh, you know, he was a, a priest. Uh, went into the temple to light incense. People are waiting outside and uh, praying and stuff, which was a custom. And usually, you know, that doesn't take a, a lot of time. It, and so, you know, uh, whatever the time uh, amount of time it usually takes, you know, people are waiting around and praying and so on. But you know, that sort of started lingering and taking more time and more time. And so, as time went on, they said, "What in the world's going on? Uh, what's going on?" And you know, is he is he uh, uh, is he uh, encountering something? You know, is uh, is he having a vision? Is uh, you know, something must be going on within the temple. And so. Uh, um yeah you know, so verse 21 talked about the people there waited for Zacharias they marveled that he lingered so long in the temple and uh, when he came out to speak uh, they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple uh but he couldn't talk to them you remember the angel had shut him up and so uh after his uh, allotted days to work there at the temple uh, he uh uh, when that was over with he, uh, His service was complete He departed and went back home And uh, After his days uh, with uh, his wife Elizabeth She uh, conceived a child And so uh, for five months uh, She's uh, had this child And says she uh, She hid herself five months Saying thus the Lord has Dealt with me in the days When he looked on me to take away My reproach among people um, and so it's the sixth month of, uh, Elizabeth is pregnant now for six months and down in verse 26, since it's now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel, same angel, uh, was sent by God to the city of Galilee named, uh, uh Nazareth <clears throat> to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. So when Mary saw him, said she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting You know, what manner of greeting is this? Um, Said the angel said to her, don't be afraid. Uh, Don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will be no end. Okay, then Mary said to the angel, how can this be, since I I do not know a man? Now, she's not in doubt, okay? She's not like Zacharias. Zacharias uh, is in doubt, saying, oh, this can't be. You know, my wife's too old. I'm too old. You know, that can't happen. But she's just questioning, okay, how's this going to be? You know, she's not saying, uh, hey, this is not happening, but she's, she's asking a legitimate question. Hey, how am I going to uh, give birth to a child? I haven't had any sexual relations with anyone. I'm a virgin. Um, and so uh, the angel goes on and uh, tells her that the Holy Spirit uh, will overshadow her <coughs> That and uh, Says that the Holy One, whom is to be born, will be called the Son of God. Says, Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her uh, who was called barren. For with God, nothing is impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be uh, to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her so she's not in doubt she's just questioning well how's this going to be you know okay you say it's going to happen it's going to happen but how and so the angel explains gabriel explains that the holy spirit is going to uh overshadow her so and told her about uh, her cousin here elizabeth um her relative and so she, she goes to visit mary uh, Mary goes to visit Elizabeth um, And said that uh, she, uh, When she entered uh, the house of Zacharias And greeted Elizabeth And it happened when Elizabeth Heard the greeting of Mary That the babe leaped in her womb And Elizabeth was filled With the Holy Spirit <laughs> Now get that um, As soon as Mary Spoke to Elizabeth Something happened She's filled with the Holy Spirit. John the Baptist is filled with the Holy Spirit in his mother's womb, and um, and he leaps for joy. You know, he's six months old. He's he's been in the womb six months, and uh, and he's leaping for joy. And he's filled with the Holy Spirit. And Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit. Now. This is kind of unique, because in today's world, okay, when we, uh, we Christians, when we accept Christ, yes, the Holy Spirit comes and abides within us, lives within us, but that wasn't true basically in the Old Testament. You know, we're in this transition period uh, with Christ and stuff, um, and, and basically before this time, you, you'll read how the Holy Spirit came upon But very, uh, very little about coming uh, into the person, Um, you know, and and so this is changing, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit is here with uh, Elizabeth and um, and and the baby. They're both filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 42 said that uh, then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, blessed. Are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb? But why is is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ear, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told uh, her from the Lord. (laughs) So, Elizabeth, she's filled with the Holy Spirit, um, and right after uh, Mary uh, speaks to her, she prophesies. <laughs> you know, she's she's telling uh, uh, about a uh, uh, Mary here. You know, hey Mary, you're blessed among women. You know, blessed is the fruit of your womb um you know and says but why why is this you know why am i granted with such a great gift like this that the mother of my lord would come to me you know i'm blessed look the mother of of my savior is coming to meet me to be with me you know how how great a thing is is that um yeah and we see here uh, uh, the song of mary you yeah, know well, then mary <laughs> starts to talk and mary is saying a lot of uh, uh of good things here <clears throat> how that the um uh, her spirit is rejoicing in stuff and um the the mighty things that have been uh, done to her and uh, how you know god's name is holy and his mercy is on uh those who fear him um know and 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 so on and so uh uh, verse 56 and mary remained uh, with her about three months and returned to her house so gabriel has spoken to mary um the holy spirit overshadows mary there and then she goes and visits uh um her relative elizabeth who's already six months pregnant uh, she stays with her uh, about three months. It's, it's right about time to to give birth to uh, to John, and then Mary, you know, goes back home, um, and and Elizabeth will give birth to uh, you know uh, John the Baptist. Um, <clears throat> so down in verse twenty fifty nine says so. Uh, uh, it was on the eighth day uh, that. Um, that they came to circumcise the child, uh, you know that was a Jewish custom, and so they would have called him uh, by his uh, father's name, but uh, you know Elizabeth spoke out and says, "No, <laughs> his name's John," and so you know I, you know the custom was just like in a lot of families, okay? You you name someone, you know a son might be named after the the dad or you know an uncle or a cousin you know some sort of family name um you know a grandpa or, or something and they said john wait a minute john wait, wait you, you you don't have no you don't have anybody named john in your family you know you can't do this and you know who, who are you you're just the mom <laughs> yeah uh yeah the the, the day the, the, that time yeah so they they go to uh, uh, zachariah they go to the dad and um um and so they uh, make signs to the father and they you know they're asking him you know uh, hey, hey what shall we name your son what what's your son going to be called and so uh zacharias motions around and uh, he asked for uh, something to write on and uh, he wrote his name is john and uh, there it talked about how they all marveled and in verse 64 it says immediately zacharias mouth was opened and his tongue loosed and he spoke praising god <laughs> yeah so so after john's uh, is born and it comes to the time to name him you know gabriel already told him this was going to happen and you're going to name him john and so by this time they okay you've already shut me up for for these many months so yes uh, his name is John. And he wrote it down, and as soon as he wrote it down, bam! You know his his tongue's loosed. He can he can talk, and he's praising God. Um, and it says in verse sixty five, "And fear came on uh, uh, all who dwelt around them, and all those sayings were discussed throughout throughout all the country of Judea, and all of those that heard them kept them in their hearts, saying." what kind of child will this be and the hand of the lord was with him <laughs> yeah zachariah remember he's a priest well he's starting to talk he's praised god and now he starts to prophesy and he makes uh he prophesies about both children um, now, you would think, okay, he's a proud dad, so he's going to talk about his son first, but no. <laughs> you know, remember, he's a priest, so he prophesies about Jesus first. And um, uh, says he, oh, oh, yes, also, let's look at verse uh, uh, 67. It says, now his father, uh, Zacharias, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, so the, the Holy Spirit you know, filled Zacharias, too, and he talked about Jesus coming forth as the horn of salvation, you know, bringing redemption to the people. And then he prophesied about his own son uh, down in verse uh, 76 on, saying he will be called the prophet of the highest, and uh, he will go to prepare uh, – um, the Lord to prepare His way and give knowledge of salvation to the people by the remission of their sins. <laughs> so He's He's prophesying, hey, my son's gonna be the forerunner. But this other one, man, He's He's the horn of, of our salvation. He's He's our Redeemer. You know, my son is paving paving the way for Him, and uh, uh, and it says if I in the last verse there. So the child grew and became strong in the spirit. Yeah, praise God to that. So until next time, this is Truth Talk with Larry Bryant.
1: We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click Donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.